Let's get ready to talk about nothing and think about everything. Let's get ready to go on a 21-day cleanse with Dr. Alejandro and have a shake for breakfast, a shake for dinner, and a reasonable lunch in the middle, which is what I'm doing right now, and I have not felt better in 46 years. Let's get ready to get a dog that's so fucking old that it has eye boogers you have to wipe away every day and put it on onto in the eye, and you have to take it to the fucking vet every two weeks because it has a goddamn rash. Let's put that fucking dog in the trash. Let's get ready to start a clothing company, a t-shirt company 10 years ago, and then have it matriculate into a sports-related multinational uh, nationwide phenomenon known to break the entire back of the fashion industry and the apparel business all at once called Born and Raised. Let's get ready to take a nap. Today we have a guest. Are you going to cut that whole thing out? It could have been the best bit in the world. It could have been the worst. Nobody knows. You sure as hell don't know. Okay, I'm going to need you. First of all, I have to see how much. This is a great. Okay, for the first time, I will say this. In an attempt to keep the show moving, uh, Jason likes to place items on the table to give me something to talk about because he thinks I'm an infant and I can't, I can't figure out how to put words into the brain that goes downstairs into the mouth and out to you. Uh, so what he does is he places different items on the table this time. And I hate it. I hate it every time. This time, though, I think he's trying to make me happy because he finally found this is my this is my comfort zone right here. There's a there's a praying skeleton. Sick. I'm with this. A big ass crystal, which I'm a I like crystals. Yeah, it's like, a, you know, rocks, you know, that they're studying that like rocks are somehow uh, there is some sort of sentient quality to is crystals crystals are self-forming right they form they quote unquote grow there is some sentient nature to rocks themselves of in some way we don't know how the universe works man nobody knows how anything works and i'm gonna tell you my guest today he's gonna have a lot of theories on how things work i know this man a very long time uh we're crewmates that means we're in the same crew i haven't seen him in years uh, and I thought in the in the nature, people are like, we need, we want to talk to more writers. And I know a lot of graffiti writers. The thing is, I can't have them all at my house. You know, I can't, can't blow up the spot. But I'll have a couple over here and there. And uh, this guy, this is a very special individual. His name is Saber One. And at one point, he did the largest piece in the world in the L.A. River. Are you aware of this piece, Jason? Did you do any research on Saber? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I listen, I'll tell you, I mean, I'll save it for the pod, but I, I was, we were all present during that happening. And I will say this, I'll preface this and say, Saber is one of the craziest people, uh, you're ever going to talk to and you'll see why, because he's a maniac and, uh, you know, but he is a person who gave his mind, body and soul over to the pursuit of graffiti. And a lot of us have done it with varying results. Some guys end up, uh, wearing top hats and, uh, driving around Bugattis and, parading around their their Botox girlfriends with a Fendi backpack. And some of us just end up um, addicted to crack and fentanyl, uh, yeah, huffing Rust-Oleum in the back of, uh, of an old apartment. Who's who? Nobody knows. But I'll tell you this. I, I got out at a certain point because I couldn't do it all. I can't, I couldn't be good at graffiti. And also like for me personally, I couldn't, I wasn't like, this is why I never, 
fully committed to making music because I, why is my giant, you got my giant leg in the shot? I don't want that. This is, can you just, Matt, can you put a big square here over this? Uh, fuck the Discord. Discord, Discord, Discord gets to see everything. This is for the for the non-Discordians. Shout out, shout out to my Discordians. They know what's good. They are with us at every step of the way. And I feel like with Discord, I'll get back to the thought. I was, I'll get back to that tangent. I'll come. Let me put a put a pin in that tangent. But I will say that with the Discord, here's how I feel about you guys. You guys are here. I feel like you guys are with me, and you're along for the ride. Wherever it is going, you are there. Not fair whether YouTube watchers and, and Apple um, uh, audio listeners or Spotify or whatever other vehicle you use to uh, to listen to the show. Not those people. I'm talking about the people that are in the Discord talking about recipes, talking about their exercise schedules, talking about uh, getting roasted. Roast me. There's a roast me page in there. You want to get fucking roasted? Jump in the Discord. We'll fucking rip your face off. Uh, they're talking about... I don't know. They're just talking about music. Andrew, Andrew Rushing's in there just going ham. He and I and I get I get the I get the idea that Andrew, he's like, I think that he's like high output for a good amount of time and then he's gonna burn out. Because he has such high output. I love seeing his interactions. And then last time this happened, he burnt out and he left. And he left for a couple months. Now he's back. He's dropping shit. Like he's got a lot to say. He obviously has a cavernous mind, probably cluttered, probably full of some good stuff. The trick with having a cavernous uh, maze-like brain is you have to figure out how to navigate that motherfucker because it can lead you astray and you can get up in the morning to to work on the great american novel and then you can end up the whole day uh googling butterfly colors and uh and figuring out where to where to buy mean streaks or where glow sticks are made of instead of working on this beautiful novel you're working on whoever you are Anyway, so back to uh, back to graffiti. Listen, uh, graffiti. There was a point where I did give my life over. I handed. I said, "This is what I'm going to do." And in my mind, I was going to do it forever. I saw myself walking, rolling through life. I saw myself moving through life. As well, no, I saw. I, had, I saw a few paths. I saw myself doing graffiti, and I saw myself at one point. We all have this idea when we're children. Okay, we have this idea that adulthood is this thing that one day it's a threshold you cross into, and all of a sudden you have a white picket fence. I don't know what the I don't know what the idea of adulthood is now because I'm too old to tell kids what adulthood is. But when I was a young person, my my idea of adulthood was this threshold upon which upon when, uh, this threshold I would cross, and on the other side there would be a house with a white picket fence, a family. A job of some sort, and vaguely, uh, vaguely, I'd have some sort of job, and I would have kids, and it's just like one day that would happen. The reality is uh, that doesn't happen, especially more more nowadays. It really doesn't happen so much anymore. And uh, you know, I also thought like one day I would just like completely be absolved from graffiti, and I would be this like square guy who like you know went and, you know had a job, fucking you know counting. Uh, cell phone towers in Alaska or, 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 you know, I don't know, just creating, um, spoons for, um, for, for spoon vendors. I don't fucking know. I just, you always think that you're going to, you know, I'm going to have a job working at the newspaper or the IRS. I'm going to be like, my name's fucking Chip Bailey and I have a suitcase and I have a tie and I'm going to go home and fuck my wife and I'm going to go to work and it's going to be great. And I'm going to have a whiskey once in a while. It didn't work. That didn't happen for me. It didn't happen for a lot of us. You're talking about a sudden moment of clarity. 
No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about this imaginary threshold that you think as a child you will cross into to become an adult. The reality is you have to create that life. It doesn't get handed to you. You don't just get to become one day an adult and have a home and have a car and have two golden retrievers and have a reverse mortgage and have an old microwave that's probably leaking out radiation and have a wife that secretly hates you and tells you to go fuck yourself in your sleep. You think you're going to get all that, but you don't know that you have to build and create that and you think as a child that it's going to happen so i thought as a child there would be this imaginary imaginary threshold one day where graffiti would stop being a part of my life and i would now be you know donnie dickface going to work my nine to five at my corporate you know um helmet helmet uh factory whatever the fuck right because i also also at the time as a graffiti writer when i was a graffiti writer i had no concept of a of a future for myself. I was pretty sure at that time that 30 was my was my expiration date. Pretty sure I was like, I'll probably tap out 28, 29, 30, I'll be dead, I'll have done this stuff. So I was fully engaged with doing graffiti and badly for a very long time. I don't think I even honestly got good at graffiti till like the very end. And I don't even know how, I, I got good in relation to the dudes. Like I got good on the scale of like if you took all the graffiti writers in, on the planet, put them in a room, I'd be good at it. If you took the subsection of my crew, I definitely am not top dog in my crew. Okay, just gonna say that. The the funny thing about the guys in my crew is they always when I say that to them, they go, "Dude, no, you're you're a king." And I go, "No, I'm not. I'm not. I wasn't that good. I was pretty good, pretty good. I was good enough to be in one of the best crews in the world at that time." But um, I know what the I know what the fuck. I, I know what the fuck. I know what the. F I know. What, I know what the fuck. I am. I know what I am. What do you think I'm crazy? Listen, I gave everything I had to this thing, and I wanted to be really good at it. And I learned some serious life lessons along the way. Number one, the first life lesson is this: building blocks, motherfucker. Okay, I wanted to go right out. Because at the time when I was coming up, it was all about burners. I mean, bombing was present, of course. That shit's kind of faded away. People don't really do, don't paint like that so much anymore. Saber's here, everybody. People don't paint like that so much anymore. You want to go get them? Yeah. Okay. Uh, people don't, I don't, I don't think, I think, I think people are more focused now on like the fundamentals of graffiti, which I love, which is like bombing, throw up, simple letters, et cetera, et cetera. Um, destruction. At least in the, at least where I'm at. Uh, but, in my day, I wanted to paint burners like all my buddies. And I just go out the gate and tried to do a burner. And like, I didn't really understand that, like, it's building blocks. You got to take, you got to crawl first, motherfucker. You got to take your time. You got to start, you know, like, I should have started just like, I should, you know, the best thing you could ever do as a graffiti writer, if you're a new, if you're a new toy, just like, just, just redraw fonts. Just find a font and redraw it. Just crawl, crawl, baby. Anyways, we'll get more into that with our illustrious guest. His name's Saber One. Um, what's up, Saber? Dude, looks hard. Thanks, man. Looks good. No, my voice goes in and out because I got this fucking machine in me now. You do? That zaps my throat as for I for the like, seizures. Yeah, yeah. So it took my voice away. So I got this like cool old man like smoker voice now. It's kind of cool. So it goes in and out, and I got this like zapper thing that I can wave it over. No, but I might like start freaking out if I do it because of fuck it. Cause this shit like zaps the fuck out of me. Cause it's, it's that's all electricity going through my fucking throat. What? Straight cyborg. Nice. So you have an implant in your chest. I have an implant. Mm -hmm. 
and 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 you have a, like a little fob, and you wave it in front of your chest, and it zaps you. It's like it's supposed to be a fake watch, just a heavy ass magnet. What? And so when you when your voice goes out, you give it a little kickstart. Well, that's if I'm like fishing out, but it goes oh. off every minute. It goes off, zaps me every like thirty seconds. This is a new technology. No, it's been around for a long time. This is the new one. This is the one that I can like link up to satellites and shit. And, like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one links me up to an iPad. Like I'm, I am what a human you... being officially linked up to like. Oh, your stats and all your information. A device. Yeah. Yeah. And you can monitor it. It's weird. And the feds can watch you. They know when I'm having a seizure. Hey, you're right. The, the paramedics, right? They can get you. <laughs> no, she has to call if I'm fishing. Right. right. Fuck. When's the last time you had a seizure? I had a bad one last week. Really bad, really bad one last week. Oh, no. Yeah. I have them quite frequently, but this has helped. See, and the voice comes back. See, now I'm not getting sick. Now you're normal. I'm a little better. So the zapping makes you get raspy. Yeah. Holy shit. It's weird, right? I like it. It's I like it. Yeah, of course you do. I'm not like complaining about it. I got this dope new voice, bro. I'm like, what's up, guys? What's up, guys? I'm a leathery old writer. I try I try to like sing with my kids. I'm like, even flow. No, they've been rickrolling me now. I've been being I don't know anything about fucking rickroll. I've been rickrolled now like ten thousand times in the last month. Yeah. How old are your kids? Um, 11 and 8 oh yeah they're at that age where they start to think they're funny bro I'm, ex- I'm exhausted yeah, right, right now you guys, just... you guys are not funny yet <laughs> keep working at it you'll get there oh <laughs> they're like Rick Ro- you're like you already Rick rolled me 30 times it ain't Dude, gonna work my kids got me on check like completely yeah I believe it yeah. you're smart you had kids early if I have kids I'm gonna be fucking you'll be an old ass man yeah I'm gonna be chasing around in a wheelchair yeah, and that's You'll be that dude at the park. Yeah. That one guy that you guys are like, you guys are like, look at this fucker. He fucked up. It's like the old guy. They're like, okay, grandpa. You're like, no, this is my no, child. This is my dad. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. But yeah. Hey, you know, whatever happens, happens. I mean, that's, you know. Yeah, whatever, whatever, you know, it, that's that's the way I things mean, are going now. I mean, you can gap. get snipped and just blast off all you want and then you don't have to worry about it. I could, anything. I could get it's snipped, just, but I think, I think my girl wants to have some kids. I might have some, I might knock out some babies. Well, then you better start tonight, I know. you old that's what ass I'm saying. motherfucker. I'm like, I, know. I know, I know. Oh my God. Yeah, Larry King's got a fucking shitload of money. Yeah, but he's rich as fuck and he can have yeah. people do everything he can hire, for him. He can hire people to abuse his kids for him. Yeah. You know, you have someone else do it. That's when you're, when you're really rich, you hire a man to abuse your children. You know? So you, don't you don't vet them. Yeah. Yeah. You go, you you, you destroy my kid's psyches. Um, so, okay. So, Saber One, the almighty MSK Ada BR Graffiti Crew. Are you in any other crews? I just recently got inducted into LOD. You did? Lokes on motherfucking dope. Was that like a childhood dream? Yes. Was it before, it really was, before actually, Sleaze died? Before all that. And, 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 and it was, I mean, it was recently. It was via donor and oil. Oh, wow. Oil. And oil Holy came to my shit. house. I met oil. Like, you didn't met oil too. before? I met him once walking through downtown LA. And we just randomly walked into each other. And we were like, you're oil. Yeah. I'm Saber. Yeah. And it was like, what's up? And, it, and that was Oiler. it. Um, for people that don't understand oil oils oil when we were coming up was a fucking legendary heavens yeah, guy yeah. oiler ran heaven he had it he had it unlocked for like a year right yeah. all, all heavens yeah like he kind of inspired gk 
Yeah. And like a lot of guys to like, you know, like Oilers. Yeah. Well, then IF, and I, GK got an IFK. You got an IFK, yeah. I didn't. I was a little like. Yeah. But you weren't as prolifically on freeways. Not on free, not as You're not the freeway guy. You did no. other things, which we'll no. get into. Yeah. Um, damn, that's crazy. You got, yeah, you know what's funny? When I met, <laughs> uh, when I first met uh, Doom, like, mm -hmm. I don't know. Could have been twenty years ago, right? Yeah, I was like, I was like, what's up with getting me in BC? And he's like, <laughs> like he just, you know, he's kind of like whatever, you know. He's like, the crew's closed, you know, because that was my dream as a yeah. kid. It was like I came up looking at BC and like as a little kid going and like, you know, just seeing huge BC letters and all this shit and yeah. being like, fuck, BC's a shit. And then I got out of Venice and I was like, oh, there's other crews too. Yeah, but BC was was my like that would have been my LOD, you know? Yeah. LOD is hard though. Chaka I, and fucking uh, and sleaze. I mean, sleaze is legendary. Rest dude, in peace. Lokes on dope was yeah. Like, Lokes on dope. Was I was hard. a little kid. That was like, like oh my god. That those are like mysterious, yeah. like warlords of some sort. You know? Yeah, for sure. Um, like you admire these dudes coming up, right? Yeah. I remember, like you know, like it's funny. Um, what did Mike say? Mike said, uh, "Might might." I remember he said this thing about like he goes when you paint. Do you ever just feel like you're painting just for Charlie? <laughs> oh, I got a good one about Charlie recently. Oh, really? Yes. We gotta Charlie. hear that. Will you give me a water, please. And and you want an apple? You want an apple? Can you have an apple? No. I'm not. <laughs> 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 I don't want to disrupt just anything. Just the microphone. <laughs> Fuck with apple. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What do you feed a fucking cyborg? Oh, man. Do you want some data? Can I feed you some JPEGs? Some, some JPEGs. I have some Photoshop files I can just jam in your mouth. Um, I just smoke an eighth a day and like a pot of Oh, coffee. you're still smoking a lot of weed. I smoked way too much fucking weed. And does, what does the doctor say about that in your condition? I mean, we don't really talk about anything. It's, they're just like, you're, you're lucky to be alive, motherfucker. So oh, really? they're happy to see me. Is know? this stemming from the head injury? It's stemming from that. And then just the way I treated myself and especially with the paint. Uh, you think the but, paint? You think the paint added to it? I know it did. The xylene. It was that, and I think the, just the amount of aluminum that was in my yeah, system. The amount of aluminum was so off the charts that they had to get a secondary sheet, a paper. No. Just for the aluminum that went completely off the grid. No. And that was ten years before I even had a seizure. No. Yeah. So Holy it was bad already. Shit. It was already bad. Yeah. Fuck, I didn't think I remember yeah. I remember as a kid being like, This is this can't be good. No. There were and a lot I, of times where I got sick. Yeah. And from just too much paint. Too much paint and, and I got blood poisoning from From paint? From paint. And you never the is this inhalation you, poisoning. When you were like what, in the middle of your graffiti career? I <laughs> see this is the thing. Thirteen, twelve. Um <laughs> fuck the apple for now. I'll leave the apple. Oh, do you you want two tone wants two tone wants me to eat an apple? No, no I don't want you. To, no, for me, for me, I want an apple, but I'm gonna let it go. I'm not gonna crunch right now. This is too interesting. Um, okay, so here's the thing about you and other writers, GK, right? Mm -hmm. This is the thing. You get hit with 15 years old. You're overdosing on aluminum. Okay, <laughs> this is 15. This is like yeah. you're still a fucking toy, right? Yeah. You're still learning, and yeah. you're already have aluminum poisoning yes. and you're and 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 your best thinking right like most graffiti writers is like got to keep going gotta by keep all going. means no matter what you cannot stop right what the fuck is that why why do we like what why what do you think makes a graffiti writer get so obsessed with graffiti that he has to win the, the unwinnable game all right let me put this little magnet back in my pants and let's cover this 
completely disaster of a fucking okay we're getting into some deep shit here. yeah dude okay. let's, let's so, talk about it all right you have alternatives that is what bad are you gonna get into so at that age it's oh so you had to do you had to be a delinquent no so no, no to, it was it was already you were already delinquent yeah yeah okay so you're going bad. So you got to pick a lane. So you got to pick a lane. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. Yeah, yeah. We're picking a lane. And right. then it was like <laughs> right, 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 right. gang banging. Right. I was coming from skateboarding. Right. That led to drugs. Right. Um, that led to then all that other shit. And I wasn't really that into sports. Right. So I was already emotionally completely destroyed as a human being. Right. At that point. Right. Which I had no idea. Why do you think why? How fucked up psychologically I was. Well, fucked your head up so early. I mean, that's straight to the source questions, yeah. but like, you know, I went through some really ugly shit as a kid. Yeah, know? same. Like, yeah. yeah, I got yeah. like, I was molested like a really right. fucking psychopath. Right. Who killed himself, by the way, which is great because I know that he at least took a leap knowing what he did to me. And so that gives me soulless knowing that the motherfucker's dead. It's kind of satisfying. That's good because I had plans, you know what I'm saying? Especially right, right. as I got more beastly, I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm catch gonna go this back. motherfucker yeah, yeah, yeah. slipping yeah. and I'm gonna make it happen and I'm yeah. gonna hurt this fool. Yeah. And so that was good. But when it comes down to graffiti, that's who Saber was. Was that kid. The fucked up kid who needed to who, prove something. Who needed to prove something yep. that was too dysfunctional to go the normal lanes. Yeah. That was was already obsessed. That was very talented. That was already introduced to art through my parents and through skateboarding and through. Um, I knew I wanted to make art early. Yeah. So I didn't choose it. It was like, it's what made me feel right. Yeah. So the ultimate artist at that point to me, once I saw graffiti, was like, this is the ultimate artist. Yeah. When you look at all the artists in history. And you look at them in their time frame and you say, okay, that you have all these greats, but then you have this lost generation in, in this most modern time where we're the first generation that's the last, that's basically the first connected to the internet, the first connected oh, yeah. to a digital source, the first connected to a oneness that, that the rest of the world was so isolated before. So we're can I would consider us the last generation because we're the first generation before the internet. They got hooked up, yeah. Okay. We existed pre-World Wide Web. So by the time I was a teenager, the right. internet was like available. Right. So our minds, I think, in many ways, were already so polluted by just living in the environments of of of, of the time that we're living in. Right. And and the and that graffiti was to me so mysterious so powerful so robotic so futuristic so cool so dangerous and it, and it was this mysterious language that almost led you to this like belief system of of it's connected to this this source of some sort or this language hmm. and how do you how do you describe wild style to a kid that sees it for the first time right like how do you describe a real fucking burner to somebody that discovers it for the first time? Right. Now, graffiti is perfect for the kid 
who eventually wants to blow their fucking brains out or become a fucking shaman. Right. Either way, it can lead you to all paths. Graffiti is the ultimate source in the sense that it's connected to so many different elements that if you're a good person and you want to do graffiti and you want to be productive, you can go do that. If you want to be a fucking delinquent and a complete piece of shit and a real fucking nasty motherfucker, but without actually really hurting somebody. Yeah. And still be cool and productive. Right. You can do that. Right. If you want to have a complete mental breakdown and kill yourself. Yeah. You can do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can do that in, in any you occupation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, the thing is like you, listen, you had this drive. Right. Like a lot of, a lot of people, you know, the thing that people don't understand is that people that do great things are often driven by things that, that tore them up. Right. Yes. And in order to have the, that, that crazy, like that do or die mentality where you keep pushing past the point of failure and defeat, you keep going, keep going. You got to have a, there's a certain kind of brain. It's not someone that's happy with themselves that does that. Right. The thing is though, some people apply it towards like, you know, like if you talk about if you were to if you were to take it into lightness and darkness, I think graffiti is probably, uh, you know, somewhere a little left of the middle, right? It's right. a little bit, it's a little dark. It's not the worst thing you can do. It's not light, and you know, on the light side would be like becoming a pro surfer, fucking right. Tom Brady. I don't fucking know, right. like becoming a musician or becoming a, a fine artist who's like painting him, whatever it is. Right. Like, that's on the other spectrum. The graffiti thing is like, it's it's it, it's interesting because you you were in. And you're like, this is it. This is how I can find. Because the thing about graffiti too is that, is that you get to earn, you get to earn respect from yeah. a community of men, right? Right. There's a few women, but very few. Right. You get to earn respect from the community of artists, right? So you get that group consensus mentality where you right. understand like these club, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's a which point. Is important. It's a fucking point system. It's not right. like it, there is no like. Look, there is no. There's a point system and the way that you can you can destroy the entire there's a way to fucking cheat the whole game yeah. by just becoming prolific. You can be yes. a fucking toy, but if you're up everywhere, right, everyone's exactly. gotta go, fuck, he's up. He's up. You can't he's say insane. shit. He's insane. He's obviously yeah. an obsessive compulsive yeah. maniac yeah. who wants yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's the way you can beat the system. You can't, exactly. You know, you can't be a toy fucking football player and like just show up every day. It ain't gonna work. Right. But if you have every single Del Taco scribe bathroom, yeah. then it's like, okay, yeah. I'm cool with the kid, you know? Yeah, yeah. You oh yeah. My God. Yeah. Speaking of uh uh, what's your okay deep deep cut graffiti like I'm talking like Finn urinal urinal scribes remember those yes remember we had every urinal from yes. every Denny's you ever went into there would yes. be a Finn on the urinal there probably are still some there yes and he and he senses like it was wants nothing to do with the graffiti right like legendary graffiti writer my opinion. Yeah, it doesn't want anything to do with it. <laughs> he and had a weak it, bladder and he decided, he's he decided to make yeah. use of the time of taking a leak. You know? he, <laughs> but he was out and about in the city. Is there any like deep cut writers where you're like, fuck that dude, that dude was the king of such and such? Oh God, such and uh, that's That's a tough one because it's such a wide spectrum and my memory's really foggy right now. Your memory's now, foggy, okay. As far as specifics. How I can trigger memory is definitely talking about stories. Stories. Well, uh, what was prolific? Just dreads. Those were very prolific. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just dreads were prolific. Yeah. Um, 
fuck. Gerald pulled a shotgun on us once in the MYL meeting. And, Gerald did? Yeah, that was, I was trying to, yeah. What was it with NYL? That was before, all oh, before. That before MSK. the little ICR, AWR link up, right? Yeah. That was like that. There was Pre a, that. Remember that whole thing? Remember there yeah. was like this weird thing where like we just like, the two crews just like connected. Yeah. And then we're like, now we're like one crew. It was like, what the fuck was that? That was so I got some gnarly stories. About I know you do. I do. And so I don't know if yeah. we should get into some of them because well, it might implicate some people into some bad things. We can't, so. we can't, we can't <laughs> snitch on anybody. And I'm almost like, can I talk freely about what, like, shit? What can we talk freely? That's why we're a little like No, we can talk about anything. What, we just can't can say we? names. We can't, okay. we can't paint any crimes on anybody. But we don't want to paint such a bad picture. It's not a bad the picture. But, we but did it wasn't a bad picture, but it was. But listen, it was part of the deal. There was a crime. There was a criminal element. Not as bad as some. We weren't driving around shooting people uh but but like there was an element well, who were you depending on who you're talking okay, to some people were <laughs> i mean you and i were not no so, but i see awesome things and you saw i know you saw a lot of shit <laughs> you saw a lot of, there's so many things listen listen this is perfect i had a drive by at my house in thousand oaks and made the front page news and that was icr meets old crew in 805 and i threw a party and 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 Casey and everyone else found out about it and drove to 805 with ICR and and I was banging some girl in my in my mom's closet and I was too afraid of what was going on in in, in the living room in 805 and then all of a sudden I heard all this ruckus and then um Casey and and ICR were beating the fuck out of my old friends wait it was guys from your old crew who had beef with ICR this well, they didn't even know what ICR was. They were eight oh five. This was like the one link with Bless and I. Wait, and our that, weird little that, crew. That crew was uh, fuck. What was that? It was called I like know JR twenty three or some weird shit. I don't even remember what it remember. stood for. And why know? were they beefing with ICR? They didn't. They just showed up to my house. Who the crew did? They yeah. Well, the crew and Casey and them showed up to the house. Right. Finding out that my parents were out of town. So, <laughs> they're like, hey, Saber, so, hey, full, hey, full so, Shaver's parents are out Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, go, go, go to, we're driving, we're going at 805 tonight. Let's right. go, everyone go. Right. So, <laughs> so all these maniacs showed up to my house that I looked up to, so I couldn't say no to any of these guys. But you're already in the crew at this point, right? Not yet. Oh, this is before. Really? Yeah, cool. it was like right then. It was like like right when I had to make but a Casey, decision. But Casey was already hanging out with them before you got in? Yeah. He knew ICR, he knew Oh, okay. Weird. I guess yeah. my timeline might be fucked up too. One of our yeah. time, one of us has got a foggy timeline. And I could be just. Well, as we guilty. both have reasons why we have foggy timelines. True. So. True. True. Um, so I heard all this ruckus. Yeah. And uh, they were just beating the fuck out of these kids. Yeah. So I tried to separate it, and then they ran off. And then an hour later, came back and then jumped out their car and just started shooting at my house. And shot Keen in the foot. Oh, that's right. I remember. And this. then Keen got shot in the foot, but he had steel toes on, so it bounced off his foot and like broke his toe. So of course this is eight oh fucking five. So every single sheriff and fucking cop was at my house within two minutes, including the news. So they had to sort all this shit out, and then. But Keen wasn't from ICR at that point, right? Yeah, he was like, I guess I don't know, UFK, ICR. That, I mean, holy shit. Yeah, we need he, a fact checker. We need a graffiti fact yeah. checker to come on here. And I mean, this is like dude. Shit, we're gonna get it. We're gonna get in fucking trouble with this shit. Um, oh my god! So, so my parents were out of town. Yeah, my house was destroyed. There was a shooting at my house. That's crazy. My old friends now wanted to kill me. Right. 
Um, Cause they thought you set them up, of course. Something like that. It definitely looks that and, way. And then, and then ICR, someone from ICR got shot in the foot. So my parents come home from vacation. Oh and I clean God. the house. They're like, we're in the fucking suburbs. We're trying not to see this so shit. I, I didn't know what to do. So all I could do was just leave the front page news just on the table for, for my parents. That's how you broke it to them. <laughs> I didn't have any other way. So I couldn't hide it. Oh you know? my so, God, dude. So I just left the newspaper on the, the living room table and just went into my bedroom and closed the door when I came home. And How old were you at that point? Still a teenager? By 16. Oh my God, dude. This is the, listen, guys, don't raise your kids in the suburbs. It's not safe. The birds are not safe. Oh my God. They get into the most trouble. Suburban oh kids are so fucking nuts. They're so crazy. Like we have a normal level of crazy in like in the city, but suburban kids are extra because they're like, they don't, they go fucking crazy. They go in these directions. They start like, it's like, there's no, I don't know how to explain it. Like they don't. It's not well, a, we're it's trying too hard and we're trying, a little bored. But, and it's like you don't know the rules. So pe- they're making shit up as they go along, like about what, what street life right. is. And they're just going crazy. And they're like, dude, they just cut this kid's toe off. Nobody does that. You right. know, like, it's just like, what the fuck is going on? Like, they're on some other shit, you yeah. know? <laughs> like, don't grow up in the suburbs. If you're in the suburbs, get move into the shittiest part of the city as soon as you can to see the reality of it. Yeah. Don't, don't make your own, don't make it up as you go along, everybody. Okay. Oh, fuck. Um, so I got in trouble. Yeah, I can imagine. And then what? So I just went with it. Fuck. What did they do to you? Well, then the guys were like, we're going to kill you. Yeah. So I just said sorry as much as I could. So this is, okay, I understand what this is. This oh, is, and then somebody came to my house, a group of guys a week later came to my house during a, a, a dinner yeah. and kicked in the, my front door. <laughs> so my mom's answering the door and they no. kicked down the whole front door like a no. fucking SWAT team. And it was some other dudes. I don't even know who the fuck they were. You just brought so much beef. And I to just your came house. home, man, and I was like, "What happened?" And they're like, "Some like all these crazy guys showed up and kicked in your door." And I was like, "They're like, what I don't even know who they are." And you're like, know. "Mom, I'm just getting started. I'm only 16." Oh, I just was getting. I'm started. just getting. I'm just <laughs> figuring it out right now. Like, I'm lucky to be alive at this point. I've already killed all I, my lives. Like, again, easily. again, yeah. another thing. We're like, okay, I'm getting into this thing called graffiti. My house got shot up. They kicked open my front door during dinner. Most yeah. people go, "I'm good. I'm good. I'm, yeah. I'm no." You're like, "No, let's go harder." Let's and go you're not even this is you're in that period there's a terrible thing when you're a young writer before you get in a crew especially a young teenage writer uh well at least it was for our crew where you get hazed and dogged out so fucking much yeah they just fuck like young guys coming around back then would get fucked with like fuck, they just they just terrorize you guys yeah and the, the weak dudes would fucking bow out and not Whoa. make it and the dudes that held on the psychos like oh saber God. Would hold on and be like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna keep my boots on this I mean, motherfucker and stomp around a bit. Well, I did get stomped around a bit, right. and that's that's kind of kind of where. It but starts. that was another. That was your own friends. That wasn't. They set me up. That wasn't. Yeah, but that wasn't us. No, no, it wasn't you. Yeah, yeah, it, it wasn't, wasn't you guys. No, you guys were a lot nicer. Yeah, they your friends set you up to jump you as like a joke or it's like a joke, but they they didn't realize. I guess they just wanted to. They went too far yeah well i remember like i remember being that age when you're this is the thing about being with a pack of young men yeah like it's it gets weird because you get into this thing where you're like "Eh, eh," and like you're like there's like 10 15 year old like 10 10 fucking 17 year olds 16 year olds 18 year like 
it's no good because right. you just start doing it and like all of a sudden you'll be doing something and it'll just something will happen and all of a sudden you're like ah, ah, and they just start beating somebody and like everyone gets all excited and fucking horny and like oh yeah, yeah. i'm gonna kill them like yeah. all that weird testosterone just flares up and like yeah. there is a thing like i think toxic masculinity is real because oh for sure <laughs> you're you're a victim Thrived of it. on it right you know? it was right. like it was like you had to learn how to operate it in, yeah. in, in a toxic all that testosterone man it's just like and and, and also you don't know how to navigate it you don't know where no. what does these feel and so it's like i hadn't even busted a real nut at that yeah and busted a nut yet and then and these these guys what happened with the with the, with the head injury well i got i got beat really bad that right, night right. so basically i almost lost almost lost my left eye almost popped yeah which was the re really bad injury and then um i guess i got my brain was bleeding or some shit yeah so your i just remember hammers. waking up in the er they booted you in the head just, just seven people just kept kicking me and, right. until I just didn't move anymore. Right, <laughs> right. Really, that's how it kind of went down. Yeah. And then it's I had like to that. make up a lie too on the, on the spot. So, cause all the sheriffs came and they were like, dude, we gotta figure, figure this one out. Yeah. You know, so I had to come up with some crazy lie about who did it to me. So right. there was these other idiots. So I was like, that I didn't like. So I was like, these guys did it. Right, you couldn't give you up know? your friends cause they didn't no. do it on purpose. No. They got carried away with the bloodlust. Yeah. Yeah. And that's real too. Yeah. No, because it's real. like there's been many times where like now looking back, like I didn't realize how toxic I was at that point. Yeah. As far as like how to deal with issues. And definitely having kids was was the one thing that's put me in check as yeah. far as like how to deal with conflict. Yeah. It's that'll soften you up, right? Having some kids. You know, place. I mean there were times where you know, there's a lot of things I regret doing. Yeah. You know, like straight up. And yeah. And you could point me out in a lineup and, and I would probably be the nicest looking one in the lineup and yeah. no one would know that that's the guy right there. Yeah. Who's the, you know, but I never like, I have empathy. Yeah. I have a lot of, I'm sometimes too much empathy in, yeah. in the sense that I'll go too far out of my way sometimes to help someone. But, Definitely when it came to com competitive spirit as to what we believe that whole bitch thing as a man, like as a boy, like you right. bitch. Like, yeah. You know, you know. Well, so that was, especially <laughs> that, that era. That the era. era was era of being a bitch. Are you yeah. a bitch? You hey, a you bitch? a bitch, homie. Like it was just that was an era. Like you a bitch. <laughs> like oh hell, I ain't gonna be no bitch. You had to fight immediately. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was like so. Yeah. I got good at fighting. I was pretty good. Yeah, I was good at boxing. I was yeah. really good at boxing. Yeah. I was good at fighting. My first real fight that I got into where I actually got injured, yeah, I think was in fourth grade. Like I got a bad head injury then too. Oh wow. Like a, a concussion for sure. Fuck. This other kid set the shit up and then me and this other, the, the first Armenian kid in Glendale. Oh, wow. <laughs> me and the first Armenian kid in Glendale. Yeah. He's, this other dude set us up. Fourth this poor grade. fucking kid couldn't even speak English. He was like escaping some fucking genocide. Right. I don't even know. I don't know right. any of this shit. And he set us up to fight. Fourth and grade, you're at 10, 12? What is that? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. And yeah. then it was a bad fight. And he got a nasty black eye. I fucked his eye up. And and then I smacked my head really bad. And that was on the concrete. On the concrete. You know, and they, then we became friends. And then we were like course, buddies classic. afterwards, you know. Like they but, say uh, that these head injuries that people sustain, they say yeah. all most serial killers have a traumatic head injury in their past yeah. because it really kicks something loose. And I think once you get a head injury, I think it really can like, it can change your, your life path yeah. in a major way. And it probably did for you. 
Well, right. it was a, it was a culmination of many things. I think culmination, and, right? And, and I think I think you know, perfect storm. I love getting high, right? Like I like doing drugs, right? I like the intensity of being in ultimate situations, right? So picture this moment: me and GK. Yeah. <laughs> this little motherfucker, dude. He's the most maniacal. He's a maniac. Fucker there is, dude. Yeah, like yeah. nobody realized how insane he truly is. Like he really is. Yeah, we were he's, talking about in the last show like, where he no. would drive into hoods and be like, "Hey, fuck!" Like he drive into someone's <laughs> neighborhood and be like, you know, Diamond Street or something. Be like, "Hey, fuck you, fool!" And like just wait for them to it. catch up and drive away and be like, "You!" Like, what the fuck are you doing? You I know? mean, he was willing to go to prison and he went for it for yeah. graffiti. And he yeah. was, he went to prison for graffiti. Like one of the first to do prison time for graffiti. Yeah. But five freeway bridge, okay? Nobody had done this before. Uh, upside down, hangover, yeah. block letters. Oh yeah. Oh, hanging yeah. over the freeway trestle, um, <laughs> roller upside down, <laughs> so but crazy. then to crawl out and then outline it. Yeah. And nobody had outlined the rollers on the outside of a yeah. bridge before. So I remember picking up GK in Calabasas. Yeah. And I remember I was looking up at him at his window and I'm like, let's go, let's go. And he's like, I got a fever. Yeah. He's like, I don't feel good. I, I can't do it. And I'm like, we have to do it. We have to do it. You have to do it. And he's like, I got a fever, bro. It's at a hundred and something right now. I'm like, we got to do it. We got to do it. And he's like, fuck it, fine. So I remember that night he was sick. He was pale. He was sweaty. He did not feel good. And he had a fucking fever. And we were like, let's go. So we go. And this is the fucking five and the 110 freeway trestle. It's, it's a... It, it, in the back of people's minds in the city of Los Angeles, it's an iconic piece of furniture in the sense that you don't know it's there until you acknowledge it your whole life. To right. be like, oh shit, I've been looking at that thing, you know, totally. my entire life. Totally. It's just yep. sitting there. Yep. So it's a major piece of real estate. Right. And it's a felony to right. do this shit. Yeah. So we're out there, we're painting this thing upside down and backwards. My roller keeps breaking. So my fucking roller keeps falling off yeah. as I'm doing it. So I had to keep crawling down and then fucking uh, uh, picking up the roller on the moving freeway. Every story okay. of you painting involves equipment breaking. Equipment. Every, fuck, every time. <laughs> Cans exploding, rollers breaking. Oh, yeah. God. Fuck. So, so the, uh, we're dodging traffic. As we're doing this major illegal piece of graffiti, Kept going back up. I had to keep lifting myself up. So every time I lift myself up on the freeway trestle, I kept getting these bruises all over my body. Right. But I was covered in poison ivy. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> all over my cock, my fucking dick, everything. My legs were rotten with poison oak or ivy because the week before, I crawled up the the uh, the the whole mountain on this on the side of the Dodger Stadium yeah. with David Cho through no. the bushes, through all the shit, straight up the mountain, just to do it. No. We just did it. Like, you know, fucking Black Widow biting all, all sorts of shit. Holy so I, my whole body shit. was rotten with like this fucking covered in poison oak. Yeah. <laughs> so that was kind of cool. It was like. What you did know, you paint with David Cho? A couple of different times. I knew him early on. Like, what did you, what did you guys paint? Like he would paint Oh, the like top, a, that, that, that wall. But you would top. do letters and he would do a character? Yeah. If I recall. Do you remember what it was? I don't remember what he painted. That's so interesting. Yeah. It was more about just climbing it, yeah, the yeah. mountain. It's more about like he's that dude's like an explorer. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like trying to find dinosaurs in Africa and shit. Like he's, I, I've, I've know, traveled the, the world with him a couple places. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, he's a wild dude. Yeah, fuck man. So the five freeway. So 
yeah, I think I almost died like maybe seven or eight times that night trying to complete that thing. Insane. And he went to jail for that piece. He did? Yeah. Why? Later on. Later on, they, they used they, that piece against him. They used him it against him. As one of the felonies. Yeah, and it sat there for 10 years. And then his got buffed and then mine sat there for like for so long. Oh, my God. And then one time it was on the freeway. Uh, a semi-truck blew up underneath it. Yeah. And, and and the whole bridge was on fire. Yeah. And and so they used the opportunity at that time because the freeway was shut down to to hire some, if I recall, to, to bring this special graffiti buff reconnaissance team from Seattle yeah. to buff the bridge so that they can extra charge GK on that particular one to make his case that much more against uh, him. I could be making all this shit up in my head. I don't fucking cool. know. It sounds really cool. But I do recall some sort of weird team being flown in from Seattle to like buff just him. And then they left mine up. So mine sat there for like another five years. Like, Fuck. So that, shit was, was like, that shit was yeah. legendary. Who was the I even kid? took a selfie out there in the daytime. I have it on my phone. Where you I do? climbed out there oh, with this Japanese kid. Yeah. Okay, one of my old Japanese homies in Glendale had a Japanese foreign exchange student staying with him. Yeah. So I said, I need a ride. So he couldn't speak English. So I drove him <laughs> and we were on the five and we pulled over and I got out and I said, you need to just stay here and take a photo. And he's like, huh? And I say, stay here, take a photo on the freeway. Yeah. Like we stopped the freeway and he didn't, I made him do it. And I climbed up onto the, the, the bridge and then turned myself around on the little trestle and then took this like mysterious selfie of me standing there in the daytime. No. The whole thing, you, you don't notice it until you see it. You got you have this, it on you? Can you show me? This was like standing there like a fucking weirdo. And I'm above traffic in the daytime. Like, just, Dude. I, like, I think I got called on like, so, like someone thought I was gonna trying to commit suicide or something. Oh yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> but I was just trying to get a cool photo of me like fucking hanging out on the freeway. And the, 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 and the Japanese kid, he participated. He actually went along and took a great photo for me. He's like, this is America. This is what they do. I mean, that's gotta be a, that's gonna be a radical act for a Japanese person because they don't fuck around like that. Yeah, no not, idea what was. They're not going breaking on, rules dude. like that. He was like, "What the fuck was going on with this kid?" I mean, I feel like the I feel like the Japanese are like everything's so orderly and sorted out, and it's like we have too much freedom, so we're out here. We have so much freedom in America that we're like dedicating our entire lives to just vandalism. To vandalism. Like your entire life is dedicated to that. It's My fucking, entire life is to vandalize. This is to be, I'm just, just going to climb freeways. I'm going to be I'm covered sorry. in fucking dirt paint my whole life. I'm really sorry. One time I was with Hayes. Yeah. And me and good old Brian. Oh, yeah. We're climbed on the freeway. Yeah. To paint this weird little wall. Yeah. We laid our paint out. Yeah. And I smelled something really bad. Oh, no. Bum uh, shit. And I was like, this is oh. really bad. Oh. This is really fresh. And I looked down and I realized that I had set my whole paint out and everything on top of a homeless shit den. Oh. And then I realized at that point that I was completely covered head to toe in diet, fresh, warm diarrhea. The human shit. Oh, cans. <laughs> that's, that's like, I had a chunk on my thumb. No. That no. I flicked. And I flicked it. It was so, I had an actual chunk on my thumb. So Brian looked at me, looked at him. So we ran to his car. He's like, where do we go? He's like, so where do we go? And smelled the whole time. I was gagging. Oh. And then I, we saw a hotel. I was like, let's just go to the hotel. So I opened the car. I ran into the hotel. It's 2 a.m. The guy's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm using your bathroom. He tried to stop me. <laughs> He's just, are we good on audio? This poor 
motherfucker. <laughs> he tried to stop me. He thought I was like some psychopath, like weirdo trying it's to break the shit, in. man. I told him. He tried to grab me, and I said, "I'm covered in shit." And once he said, oh. "I was covered in shit," he stepped away, and I just ran for the bathroom, and I smashed his fucking bathroom, bro, just head to toe, just soap and fucking the whole thing. Smashed that oh. with you. I was covered. I was covered in shit. Oh, I God, dumped my dude. clothes. I threw my clothes in the trash. And I fucking ran out with no clothes on and said, hey, is this fucking thing? No, <laughs> I was like, we're going home now. That's over. He had that, that weird white hatchback, right? Uh, that thing. Yeah, with, yeah, that's right. Yeah. What, what was that thing? It was like had sounds in it. It was lowered. It was uh, like a fucking big bulbous hatchback. It looked like a fucking Bulbasaur. That's right. That thing was cool, right? It was a fucking, was it some sort of a, I don't even know what that thing was. I remember, I remember, I remember knowing that I needed your blessing to get through Venice. Right. So I kind of went out of my way to like pester you. Right. Because I know you couldn't say no because it was graffiti and you liked me. Yeah. But I didn't quite understand the nature of hangovers at that point. Right. So I would bang on your window at like 5 a.m. Right. Because I didn't want to paint Venice. Oh, yeah. Later in the day because I didn't want to, number one, possibly get killed by Shoreline Crip. I didn't want to get sweated by Venice 13. Yeah. And so I figured that, you know, the best time to paint Venice was early in the morning. Yeah. So I would pester you to at least come with me to at least start a piece. Yeah. So that there would be a two-tone something. Yeah. That I was next to or around or near. Yeah. So that if anyone did sweat me, I would at least be able to use that as a pull card, which yeah, I was able to use at least twice. Really? It worked? Where somebody came up to me, they were like, what's up, fool, fuck you. Who the fuck you think you are? This is such and such. I'm going to fucking kill you right now. And I'm like, I'm just trying to paint. And they're like, fuck you. And I'm like, I'm just trying to paint a real pretty piece. And they're like, fuck you. And I'm like, no, I'm friends with Tutone. And they're like, all right, you have three hours. <laughs> I mean, I'd, I'd say I you got, got a curfew, dude. I actually got I'd say you got lucky because I'd say nine times out of ten, it wouldn't work. I got a curfew. Who was the kid who fell off the fucking overpass? Uh, Ozzy. Ozzy, that's right. Did he, Ozzy. Did he, he broke, broke his whole body. He broke his whole body. Did he ever walk again? I don't remember. I think so. But I remember that was the biggest news at that. It was like probably, what, 96 or something? Yeah. I would guess. I'm just guessing. But I remember his kid like fell off. He's painted an overpass. The 405 freeway near the Getty. Yeah, near the Getty. And he took a rope. Yes. And rappelled onto like a six-inch little weird lip. Yeah. That was part of the architecture of the bridge just to take advantage of this like mini lip. Yeah. That's like eight stories up. Excuse me. <laughs> So, I mean, and he fell. The lengths, like think about this, the lengths that graffiti writers would go to to get up, to, to paint a heaven, up. to paint well, an overpass is mind boggling. Saber <laughs> has got himself into so, like oh, literally got himself into shit. Yeah. Every time you go painting, if anyone's gonna step into bump shit, it would be you, right? Yes. Just the, just the, just cursed in that way. I was cursed and in you bump never, shit. Saber impaled himself on a spiked gate. On, yeah, one and of you the had to lift ones. yourself off, right? It was in your stomach. It was in my stomach, and I was all by myself. And uh, my shoulder gave out, and so I went home to sleep. And I said, "I'm not going to go to the hospital." And oh, so, after you impaled yourself, and, and all you, this shit you, was coming out of me. And you pulled yourself up. I pulled myself off, up. So you were stuck on the fence. I was stuck on the you fence. You were gonna. You might have died there. I might have died, but luckily, I was the biggest I was at that point. Yeah. 
So I had a lot of fat. To you trim. had a lot of fat. To, oh, yeah. So I just scraped my stomach lining. Luckily, oh. I didn't pierce it. Oh, you didn't pierce I it. I filleted it to it. You just like, went to the chub. I just went to the fucking. Oh, fuck. But it was a giant hole. It was big enough to stuff an eighth in it. Oh. I stuffed weed in it. I actually took a nug. It was so big. It smelled so fucking you're, bad, dude, dog. That you were so bro, gross with that it was hole. So you nasty, you, you dude. pulled the packing tape out of it. And just oh like, yeah, everyone thought I was some bitch. So they were like, "Oh, you, you got you, fuck you." Yeah, I didn't nothing. And then, and I had a whole room. Of, I think it was everyone. It was like the whole crew or some shit. And I just pulled this all the gauze out of my stomach. And 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 it was smelled so bad oh. it cleared the room, dude. The, the fucking rot in my stomach was just like, oh. it was a bad smell. It was not a good smell. I, I had no. a, I actually had a hard time with the smell. Oh, it's it, terrible. It Saber, me, it's just terrible. It's just a terrible. It took three months to heal from the inside out. At first, my old lady had to stuff it, and she passed out in the fucking shower trying to stuff it. Oh, because she had to use her finger and stuff. She couldn't go Ooh. far enough. Ah. So I had to get a pen. I used to stuff this shit with a pen because I had to go far enough all the way up in it. I told you guys he was crazy. I like it. It's fun. You know, it was a good story. I didn't die. It didn't actually hurt. I it didn't hurt. I, I wasn't did. in pain. I mean, where I do you find pain. the thing is when you impale yourself on a spike fence, how do you find the strength to do essentially kind of like a well, it's just pushing, a reaction? It's just like adrenaline, right? You're just like, yeah. and then you're yeah. like, fuck. And then I saw all this white shit coming out me. Oh, god was, damn it. Which was, it no. looked like, it looked no. like cottage cheese. No, 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 blah, blah, blah. So it was like, it was like you took, you took it and just like, what? You took my stomach and just went burp and just like separated oh. against my stomach lining. <laughs> That was a good one. Oh, the human Oh, and shit. so I went back. So I went back and then I cut the spike off. Yeah. Because I wanted the spike. I'm like, yeah. well, if I fell on this shit, I want it. So then I made like a little plaque to like the whole. Oh, and, I, and the ER let me keep the, the Polaroid. So I was like, this is cool. Yeah. And he was an asshole. He made me an extra, wait an extra 20 hours. 20 just, hours? They wouldn't, they, they were like, <laughs> he was a dick. He was like, I'm gonna make you wait just because I know you're an asshole and I know you, you got that injury being an asshole. No, so way. he made me wait. So, me and this other dude whose hand was cut in half, yeah, this poor bastard. And so, we just chain smoked out in front of the ER until we got called, which took 20 hours. No way, dude. Yeah, fuck. and so, still back out at it. I was at it like. You were unstoppable at that point. I remember the the fever with which- That was more to make me do more. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) nothing nothing fucking like, dude, I I just- I would say even at this point, there's nothing that's stopping me. Right. Other than knowing the responsibilities that I have. You have kids. But I still have, I'm still doing fire extinguisher tags. I'm still doing giant illegal fire extinguisher tags. I've done at least 10 of them. No. I have oh, look, the last one caught on fire in Miami. I did one in Miami on this tent. And then we discovered the secret fucking uh, uh, multi million dollar speedboat that somebody spray painted um, 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 uh, uh, eat, uh, eat the Rich. So I was like, this is a perfect spot to hit. So I hit a speedboat? No, no, the, 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 the tent that was one oh. of the art fairs that was left behind. Oh, yeah. That someone was stashing a speedboat. Oh, okay. So, 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 and there was needles everywhere. It was a nice fucking speedboat and uh, uh, fucking. So I hit that and fucking um, three weeks later, this somebody lit the speedboat on fire. No shit. And so it made the news. You're that a fucking I, maniac. I That's the thing. Fun. Like once you get to a certain level of graffiti, you can like never quit. I, I have issues. And this is how I deal with my issues is trying to be productive. Right. As a citizen. <laughs> I'm not trying to hurt anybody. Right. 
there are ethics behind this. Right. I choose to do things that I know aren't going to necessarily hurt anybody that I know are going to get buffed immediately. Right. Um, and who gives a fuck? I need to do goddamn something. And if I don't, I'm going to go fucking crazy. I'm going right. to lose my mind if right. I don't do this shit. Right. I, I am going to, and they come in waves. So if I don't do these things, yeah, then I get sick. Right. I get really sick. If I don't do these things, if you don't have this outlet, if I don't have these outlets, I become a very sick human being in the sense of the amount of self-doubt, the amount of, of negativity, the amount of, uh, of disillusion of what life could truly be just by just letting go and being happy. Right. If I don't bust that fucking nut, right. If I don't do it and I'm not saying sexually as yeah, a metaphor. Yeah. yeah. I have to fucking do it. Now it's making like, art to me is practice. So it's that's compulsive, like, huh? it's beyond compulsive. It's if I don't do it, yeah. I'll become unwell at like this you're, point. Like you're, is it because you'll hyper-focus on it and you can't get out of your head? You'll, it'll make you feel crazy if you don't get it off? That's part of it. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's, it's about my own therapy and it's about my engaging my own needs. And it just so happens that my needs are spraying a gang of fucking paint on ugly shit and i don't know why but it, it makes me happy like right like nothing else like right like i want to lick the wall or something like 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 <laughs> like i come home feeling like an accomplished human being right. like right like like and i nothing actually else, did something nothing else does that for you i'm searching for those and this is why i've been a problem like doing a Doing a great, a big painting doesn't, it doesn't, it's not the same. It's not the same. Uh, it'll never be the same. It'll never be the same. Yeah, and, and, and the only thing the painting gives me is the pra the practice of meditation when I do it. You've tasted too much blood. That's the problem. I've tasted too much blood. Yeah. That's the problem with the fears. Once you taste, when really, you really get a taste of blood, you just never can stop. Well, no. And two, it's also the act. So it's like in the sense that I could have a, a very, you know, I could do a like, like, repackaged rebranded me you know like right yo this is the new saber like, right I, I, I you know and i could i could i could easily do that yeah i have all this access fan base yeah. knowledge all this shit whatever the fuck it doesn't matter to me what matters to me is what how how if i feel right with myself right and if i don't do these things if i don't do these practices then i'm gonna become a potentially a bad person hmm. and it's not because i want to be bad but it's because i'm so dysfunctional right because i haven't dealt with all the shit that's necessary you have you ever done any like long-term psychotherapy mm -hmm. stuff like that and a few times i did therapy they called the police on me <laughs> What do you say? You're so I said, motherfucker, now I want to beat your fucking ass. And now I'm all stressed the fuck out because you, you're threatening to fucking call the police on me. You're shrink to call fuck the cops Fuck your ass, motherfucker. I'll choke you the fuck out. Dude, I was so mad at this fool. I said, are you serious? I can't even be honest with you, you piece of shit. And I'm no not way. even talking about some nasty shit. I was like, fuck you. That's a fucking betrayal of the Yeah, I wanted to patient, choke him out. I wanted to choke my therapist out. I'm going to choke my fucking therapist out, dude. I'm seriously, I was going to choke his ass out. I was Whoa. really angry, dude. I was like, yeah. But why do you, why do you want to call the cops on you? It was so stupid, too. It was, I told him I smoked weed. 
What the fuck? Are and you he said, me? he said, he said, I know you do more drugs than that. And I said, why? And he said, because you, you say you have all these seizures. And I said, and everybody always accused me of being a meth head. So like even right. my house was raided recently, you know, not that recent, but maybe two years ago. Um, they, really? accused, they accused me for child endangerment because they, they said I was smoking meth with my kids. What? Yeah. I was like, really? Where'd that come from? Whoa. They showed guns blazing, everything. Who the fuck? Took, took us all out in the fucking street. Searched the house. Searched the house. We had to, me and old lady had to piss test. What? I was like, I even told them. I said, I smoked meth once when I was in high school. It was the best night of my life. I fucked this girl all night. It was the greatest night of my fucking life. I tried it again <laughs> and it was the worst night of my fucking life. I've cut everybody out. I've ever known meth in my fucking life. And they were like, no, you're, you're smoking meth. We right. know it. I mean, yeah, you definitely can give off some meth vibes. Well, yeah, it's know with you. the seizures, yeah. you know, and that's the problem. I was having so many seizures at yeah. that point yeah. that just one doctor didn't like me. He was just like, fuck you for some reason. Again, I have know? to factor in, I got to say this, and I don't believe in this shit, but I got to say maybe the worst l- run in luck in human history. <laughs> like to have a shrink, what, try to call the cops on you because you smoke. I told my shrink I smoked crack, like. She, yeah. I could tell her I'm freshly like beat someone to smoke crack. She's like, well, let's Yo, talk I was just about masturbating it. on the freeway. And yeah. they were like, okay, she would, that's okay. She would talk you me through it. She anymore. would work through it with me. That's fucking terrible. Yeah, then, I was mad. then people yes. thinking that you're on meth when you yeah. have a seizure and you have a physical condition and yeah. calling fucking cheap child protective on you is like fucking I've woken nuts. up in the ER naked so many. I actually woke up naked in the ER last week and they pounded me with mo- fucking morphine. Oh my God, they gave me. Holy shit. And it's because I came up clean. So they're like, of course he's clean. He's, yeah, he fucking pound him. You know, send him home. And Wait. dude, I dude, I, and I had no clothes on because so, I had a seizure in the fucking shower. And, 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 and so the ambulance had to get me. And I woke up in the ER. This is like, look, I still have the IV. This was a bad IV. They couldn't get me. And fucking, and, and so I wake up in the ER and I'm, I'm like straight, like, what's up guys? Like straight naked. Like, it's a little cold in here. Like, dude, I woke up in County three different times in the hallway, butt naked. Balls hanging out, strapped too, like to the fucking, like actually strapped to the, to the gurney, with my balls to the wind. <laughs> Numerous times, bro. I just in county, of, just county. I have a long relationship with county, dude. They're the ones who treat me. They actually got me all this fucking shit. But in Pasadena, I go to Huntington. They always end up there. But, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Let me ask you a question. So, you because of the nature of your violent seizures, right? You could be having a conversation with me. And then time travel to being in a hospital. Like don't even you don't even yes. remember anything. Gone. So right now you could fish out. Yes. And then you're gonna wake up in the hospital. Yes. If you did have a seizure right now, do do I put a that little baby bat in your mouth? Is that's that real? Or is that thing. bullshit? Uh no, no, no. That's bullshit. That you don't that you don't you're not gonna bite your tongue off. No, I might bite my tongue. I will bite the shit out of my mouth, but we'll bite it off. But I put something but in But it mouth? might bite your finger off. Would no. I put a blanket in there or something? Or? No, no, nothing. No, nothing you just, just you, you just leave you on your side so you don't choke on your vomit. Jesus Christ. That's the best thing. Yeah. And I, my problem with my condition is, is the nature of my condition. I have these, um, really seizure, severe seizures in my sleep early in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. So I've only had a few seizures while I was awake. I don't know if I'm more than a few, but I had, I had a set of seizures last month and this is a new one where I had a seizure, woke up, taking a shit so i had a muddy ass my poor my poor old lady had to 
pick my ass up with a muddy ass on the oh, toilet no. after having a seizure. Oh, you had a gets seizure me, while you were taking a shit? While I was taking a shit. Oh, so no. she gets me to the bed, gets me my meds, lets me sleep, watches me. I have another seizure. I wake up. But I had a seizure somewhere in my brain where you bust a nut. So I, 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 Hell yeah. Bonus I, I busted a huge nut having a seizure. So I woke up with my whole front gum the fuck up, my back muddy the fuck up. I got a, I got a muddy ass. I have a fucking a perpetual hard on that's completely gum oh the God. fuck up. I don't know where I am. And I'm like, and she, poor, she's just like petting my head, going like, slowly come back. I was like, what the fuck happened? And she's like, you were standing here, you had a seizure, and you just busted this giant nut. <laughs> Which That's I thought was fabulous. I was like, amazing, That's but you didn't get great. to feel it. You just no, busted. no, no. I don't remember. I just woke up. Just like more gummy as fuck. So that was <laughs> that was a bad one. I had a I had a seizure in front of the uh, uh, Gaudi Cathedral once oh. with David Cho. Yeah. I woke up there. I thought I, tra- I thought I time traveled. Right. And I got lost through Barcelona by myself, covered in piss. Why? You just took off after that? After the seizure? Yeah, I didn't. I refused help, I guess. And they oh. were wrestling me in the street. And I woke up in front of the Gaudi Cathedral. And I thought it fucking time warped me. Whoa. You're, dude, that's... Because I was like, look the at worst, this thing. What is this thing? I'm like, what the, the worst fuck place is this thing? <laughs> the worst place in the world for Sabre to wake up is the Gaudi Cathedral. Oh, my God. Because you're already so gothic anyways. Oh. And then you're like, you wake up. You're like, oh, I finally transcended. I'm, I'm past the ninth I, gate. I woke up. <laughs> and it was because I just got off the plane. And it was late in the morning. It was super late in the morning. Yeah. I didn't even know I was having seizures at that point. And so I thought I was hungry. Dave was at the spot going to sleep. Went to go get some food. And then I had a seizure in the street and it was right near there. And then I woke up in front of it. And then I was like, where, I, where the fuck am I? Fuck. I like, this is awesome. I was like, this is the fucking Gaudi Cathedral. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. I had, a, I had a seizure in Bangkok. I thought I woke up in a UFO because these little dudes in these cool jackets kept <laughs> poking me with these big ass needles, dude. And I was like, where the fuck am I? And it was this chrome circle room that was oh. this chromed out room. And 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 I, I was the only one in there, and so I was like this special dude in this like UFO, these little <laughs> dudes dude. chasing me around with these cool blazers. I'm like, Who the fuck, where the fuck am I? So the, let me just if you if if you have a if you have seizures all the time, is there one place you go to more often than others? Like, or or is it like because like everyone's gonna do something different, or they all do the same thing? They just strap you down, give you morphine? Like what the fuck? Well, no, it it depends. Usually, what they have to do is stabilize you with. Uh, the, the drug that they usually stabilize me with is Ativan. Oh, yeah. Which just knocks your ass. Gone. There are some heavy opiates with that I'm shit. I'm on right? a lot of drugs every day. I'm on, I'm on six tranquilizers a day. How do you keep that in, in control I'm without like learning. abusing it? You're no, I don't, I don't abuse it. The drugs I'm on, I don't like at all. Yeah, they you suck. don't like it. They're, but you like weed so much. Them. That's how I deal with it. Right, you smoke a gang I of weed. I smoke a gang of motherfucking weed, bro. I smoke bong rips and tobacco all fucking day. You as do much tobacco as I can. bong rips. I did weed and tobacco, only indica. And this is very important for people. They should know that sativas and hybrids cause causes seizures. Okay. And people don't realize that. So there was a long time where I was smoking train wreck and fucking fishing out. And not realizing that my and condition you, was in it was you've completely been a stoner forever too huh? long fucking time. forever you've been heavy since crises got me high at 805 oh dude God. in crisis. like ninth grade where's crises at 
He had, I, he, I heard he turned schizophrenic. He's been schizo for a long time. And yeah. showed up at Risky's house with no shoes or on or some shit. Yeah, yeah. A lot guy. of, there's, it's interesting. A lot of people went crazy. A lot, a lot of writers went, went, a lot of writers had schizophrenia, which I don't, which maybe, maybe, who knows what that is. And to is. be honest with you right now with some real shit, what I'm dealing with, my mom went full blown schizophrenia no this way. last six, four months. When, oh no. And she's lost everything and now it's completely not there and it's completely Whoa. gone and it's in a home that costs four G's a month and I need to hustle. So all you motherfuckers out there, no, I'm not gonna live that much longer, you assholes. So you better start cashing in on my shit now, you yeah, fucking get in on the ground, ass. Get in on the ground floor of Sabre, you guys. <laughs> Cause it's gonna, it's gonna happen fast. So, but yeah, that's that's been a tough one, dude. That's been a tough that's, one. I'm sorry to hear this. It's been really that's hard. Tough. Last, just this morning, I was all morning dealing with it. Fuck, know, all, that's terrible. All last week dealing with it. Watching so, your parents get old is hard, man. One day she called She called me. She thought I was in her house, that I turned to stone meditating. Oh, well, and that, that I wouldn't happen. move. And that, and, that, and that she put the phone on the chair and started talking to me and trying to feed me. Whoa. And she thought I wouldn't leave. And that I would turn to stone. She thought you were the chair. Yeah, and then the lamp had no head, so the head. She there was this headless person that wouldn't leave her house for like three weeks. So oh that, no, that got pretty nasty. Her, your dad's not around. Yeah, he got killed by a drunk driver. Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah, and he got ran the fuck over by a drunk driver. And that was it. That was the end. When of was that? Fuck, I don't even remember now. Fuck, ten years ago. Fuck. Yeah, he moved to North Carolina, I found had, a new wife. Right. <clears throat> Which would be like the Nazi version of me as the son, right? This dude wanted to murder my ass, dude, straight the fuck. Oh, your 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 stepbrother? I don't even know who this dude. I don't even remember his name. And I only knew, and they were only together for like three weeks, and then he got ran over. No fucking. That way. was it. And this fool was like, "Fuck you! I got ARs, and I clean these ARs. You piece of shit." Why fuck, he, fuck why your he, ass. Why do you hate you? Because we went there to go get what was left of my dad's shit. Me and my my half sister. And because he had some of our family's things, I'm yeah. like, and, and he well, he was not happy, and he was like, "Fuck y'all, murder your ass, dude!" If I had the chance right now, fuck your life. Why? He was just so mad that we came to his house and just took shit, and I was. He like, didn't want you to take your dad's shit back. Well, I don't really know what was going on, so I don't know what happened. I just took one. I got one painting. That was it. So all I got was <laughs> one your, thing. Your you know? dad was an artist too. Yeah, and my grandfather was too. He was a. a I guess an accomplished illustrator at some point. It's like you're Euclid shook. Euclid shook. My mom was one of the first, uh, you know, ladies at art center early huh. on. And I think if you're, I think if you have an artistic inclination, you're fucked because it's yeah. like, cause you kind of have to do it. Like if you're, if you're driven in that way, you're kind of have to be an artist. Like your numbers, no mm. artist is going to stop and be like, I'm going to fucking join the IRS. Like you have to become an artist, right? And you well, have to pursue it to some length. If you and join the IRS always, and you become a deviant and you habitually like masturbate in the office, it's because you didn't engage yourself wanting to be an artist. Oh yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah if, you don't, if you don't scratch that itch, you go crazy. Yeah. And if you're gonna, and so let's say you, you you're scratching the itch, and you're gonna be an artist. Well, the reality is, uh, it doesn't mean you're gonna be succeed in any way. And there's no guarantees. I gotta use the restroom real quick. One, yeah. one second. Yeah. I'll be right back. I, okay. A big chapter for myself is Echo Park. Echo oh, Park is Jesus important. Christ. I lived Echo. in Echo Park for 10 years. Oh, I forgot about that. You lived in Echo Park when it was still Echo Park. And 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 there were blocks on my house. Like, yeah. You know, for sure. Yeah. So I, yeah. Then I had to leave Echo Park. And that's that was See what happened. Some some someone wrong with the locals or Yeah, I stabbed some kid and then and then trying to save this other kid's life. Yeah. 
And then those, everyone knows who I am. So I couldn't go anywhere. So I had to leave. Oh, they all knew you were Saber. Yeah. So I had to leave, leave immediately. Right. So that, but I was there for 10 years. Yeah. You were by the lake? Right near the lake. I was right behind the Bank of America. And and a funny story, uh, 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 fucking Red Hot Chili Peppers, Keaton, what's his name? Keatus. 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 Keatus doing the taxi jump up in 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 the alley. In the taxi, in the video. Yeah. In that one song. I was right there. And they were doing it. The production was right there. That was where I lived. So I came outside. And then they, they pulled the trash can out. Because I had to move the trash can. And production put sushi on the trash can. And then here's Anthony. Pulls up. And his homie was one of Finn's homies. So uh. he was like, what's up, Saber? And I'm like, well, how do you know me? And he's like, I'm friends with Finn. Oh, I'm yeah. like, no shit. And then Anthony was like, yo, I know Mirror, some weird shit. Yeah, I'm course. like, really? <laughs> okay, what's up? And he's like, I got to take a piss. I'm like, okay. So he's like, where can I take a piss? I was like, use my apartment. So we ran up real quick. See, we had to take a leak during that whole shoot, like during the taxi no and everything. And then he saw the Belmont painting. And then as, as, as he like ran to go to my bathroom, I have that painting I did of Belmont. And then so he was like, oh, shit, that's Belmont Tunnels. And then, then he ran out. It was funny. That's hard. This fool took a piss in my house. Uh, he's jumping in the taxi. Oh, Under the bridge downtown. One of those I goddamn saw a saber piece. I don't know which one. You know. Dude. But he was short. Okay. All celebrities are short, apparently. I recall that. I recall uh, so let's talk. So, yeah, the Echo Park years. I remember hearing about that. Um, I mean, it, listen, the truth is. Same as with GK, I could talk to you for six hours about yeah, the, like we the we're just scratching the surface. We're not even talking about anything. We haven't even talked about it. We haven't even actually talked. We, we haven't just, even talked about like we talked about seizures for forty five minutes. Like we didn't even talk about. Like, we could talk about art and like all, we could talk about. There's so many things. Process. We, we could talk about. We could so talk about. But we have a we have a marketing t- strategies. We could talk about. <laughs> well, just historically, or, the history of LA graffiti, right? As a, as a subject, yeah, anything we could talk about. There's a million things, but million we, have a, things. we have a limited window tonight. And the thing is this, I want to talk to you before, before we, we slow down here. I want to talk to you about the LA river piece. Which LA is river. Like, that's like your most famous piece of work. Yeah. Right? By far. Yeah. And you can see, you used to be able to see it from approach from, from LAX, right? Yes. And it was one of the first pieces that, uh, of art that was seen from, uh, Google earth. The first piece of so I, it was you know I didn't know I heard of Google Earth I was like can you see it from Google Earth and so I went in there and I was like oh shit and zoomed and in it Google was Earth like Google Earth yeah I'm the, and like you know. oh this is we are I am real I'm so then Google I could create the story and be like hey I'm the first to ever make a piece right. of art that would connect to the Google Earth you know it's sort of bullshit but you know it was my neighbor's computer but I still did it it's know? pretty so awesome it's I mean I cool. again like another in a long uh, history and career of like just gut-wrenchingly hard projects that you somehow muscled through yeah i remember when you started painting it uh i had my first i had a little nissan hard body it was my first okay. vehicle i remember i drove on the piece i mean i drove into no LA, shit i drove were you with LA chunk river. huh were you with chunk at the time might have been with chunk <laughs> that does check I, I might have been with chunk. and i remember you're there you're like come come by and i come and i'm like driving on the like the the sketch or whatever yeah I'm like drive I'm like i'm driving on this dude's piece like it's so fucking big. yeah and i know that piece took you a year to do right tell yeah. tell us tell us about that a year i became i i guess i became obsessed with the la river early on in the sense of its connection to la and spending time down there at night 
So I'd been in different locations many different times and I always wanted to leave a mark in the LA River knowing that it was important for me as LA, like just for my little thing, especially coming from Glendale and then leading to like, you know, that whole area towards that way. So I just loved the LA River. So then Fate did a big piece with with Chunk, but Fate that used, used the roller and used the gravity. And we were like, oh shit, you could spread it as opposed to paint it. And spread it. You could spread it. And what do you mean? Like just pour it down the just fucking Just pour it and spread it. And that oh. way you're not like fucking. So you rolling the, forever. Rolling. Yeah. And then you can't go that high. There's no way to do a piece that's like 40 feet high. Right. Like that. That was 70 feet, 75 feet or something high. Right. So, so then I had the epiphany. It was like, oh shit, you could roll her. You got the little roller. You got the big roller. You got everything. You could do fades. You could do oh, fucking yeah. cuts. You could yeah. do highlights. I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? Why haven't we done this yet? Right. I realized then once you started, like why like people didn't do it. And you know, Albert was the first to do it. Right. You know, he was the first to do it. So I was like, well, I want to be the first to do like a wild style. Right. You know, using oh, all yeah, these techniques. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I didn't know what I was in for. I was doing it from Thousand Oaks. So I would drive in my car from Thousand Oaks all the way deep into the LA River. And then I would have to find different locations for different entry points. So I had, which was interesting was I was always maintaining different holes and fences. So what I would do, would I would just lurk around the vicinities <laughs> and maintain holes with, right. with, with bolt cutters. And there are other ones you pop the rivets and the other ones so you can wiggle the ones and you would know that that one would be wiggled so that you can use like as a door because you'd have a shirt attached to the razor wire on the top. Right. And then you just pop the rivets at the bottom. Right. And then that way you can use it as like a little door. <clears throat> Fucking one time Chunk and Phaeton and chased me in the rivers. They drove down there. Yeah. And I ran from them and they knew I was running from them because they yeah. thought I was, it was like fucking, you know, somebody trying to murder me and shit. Right. So, so I hopped project. the razor wire. I got all cut and shredded and I'm like hooked in the razor wire and they're fucking all pop out and start laughing at me in the fucking car. I'm like bloody. I had this huge hole in my hand. I was oh like, they, they were just laughing at me and just like, ha ha, we got you this time. Fuck. Fucking, I had to learn how to steal really well. Yeah. Because I wanted, I knew I needed to, luckily what I was stealing wasn't important to yeah. most people. Yeah. So if you steal 50 gallons of paint, most people aren't going to go missing. No one thinks you're stealing 50 gallons of paint. Yeah. So it's pretty easy to steal 50 gallons of paint. Yeah. When you're, Going about stealing fifty gallons of paint. And how many gallons of paint did you? Did you I know you. I know you quantified that at one point. Ninety-seven then, but then I had to go back. And there's a secret to that that nobody else knows. That I don't know if I should let go because because he told me not to say it. But it was so long ago that it doesn't really matter. And since then, a lot of people don't know. If I've actually spoken to Jay, like me and Jay, I've like talked. Like, oh really? Up, you know, it's all good, dude. Like, What's know? the secret? Who helped me fix it? No. Uh, somebody Bullshit. came here. Somebody came here. Wait. And was saying. like, get off your ass, you motherfucker, and let's go fix this oh, shit. I thought you and you're saying, using oil base. I thought you said J.A. helped you fix it. I was gonna no, say no, that. no, but someone else. And, <laughs> He's the one that got you to fix it? He was like, let's go, and you're going to do it my way. 
No You're gonna way. do it the way I tell you to do bleep it. Bleep it, bleep it out, bleep it out. We gotta bleep it. Make sure you But we it. don't know though. He might it might no, be no, no, good. No, no. You always gotta bleep it. Always okay, okay. better safe than sorry. <laughs> you don't wanna blow a spot up. He might he might be happy that we brought it up. So you he made you come fix it. So he showed up and I it was already it had been a year. And so I was like really bummed and life was really hard at the time. It yeah. was like two thousand eight or some shit. And I mean, God, the shit that was happening in my you know. So he wait, just showed up. Wait, wait, hold on. People don't understand what happened. We're getting ahead. Okay. Let's talk about a year to finish okay. it. Okay. So, there, so this is a wild style piece. Right. Painted almost the scale of a, a football field without being able to go backwards to look at the scale, number yeah. one. Yeah. Because you'd have number to run. Two, you'd have to run. In order, like, think and about you can't run like, backwards because you fall on the river. and you'll, it's, on a, it's, on a, it's on a bank. A slanted yeah. bank, which is like what? 30 degree slant. Yeah. Right. I'd say roughly. 30 degree slant bank, which is the size of a fucking football field. Okay. If you put trains next to it, it's three train lengths. Something like that. Three train lengths. Those are the big ones. Those are the metro. Three metro train lengths long. Okay. 30 degree angle, 70 feet tall football field. Something like that. So in order, and and when you're painting a piece, you walk up to the wall, you paint and you step back and you You look. You're going back and forth all day. You can't look at this thing. You can't look. So you have to just figure it out because if you were to look at it you'd have to run down the whole bank go across the fucking LA river can't. and go even further you have to go outside the fence you can't cross the river right you can't it's cross too slippery the river you, and, and, and it's I, full of moss human shit super dead babies slippery. all that shit and the minute yeah. you go into it you get you slide and one time I, I tried to save a guy and he pulled me in yeah. and I got caught in the current for over a mile I couldn't no. get out are you serious because it was too slippery and it wasn't even that high again another another instance yeah. where your life You've put you've put your life your absolute physical life on the line so many times for this thing. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was it's like it's like the the blood of you know. But so the piece. Took, so so keep in mind. Yeah. Just to be able to scale it, meaning driving back from Thousand Oaks to the Hood, to East LA, to Boyle Heights, to then get through the razor wire on the opposite side of the meat factory that smelled like dead ass. Yeah. To then not get slip, caught slipping by Boyle Heights, which at least six or seven different times, just to look at the piece to scale it, I got caught slipping by them and they were going to murder me right yeah, there. Yeah. So just to look at the piece, you can get killed. Right. Just to look at it. And it could have looked like, it, I, at some point just it might to, look like gang blocks. Like. Well, yeah. And just to get the photo, I yeah. almost got my dad killed by Boyle Heights and he got chased. And fucking, <laughs> and I had the car and he was running and it was fucking fabulous. And these dudes had fucking sticks and they were chasing him. Like, Fuck did, they, did you ever have a reckoning with them where they were like, we like it? Uh, I've had with some youngsters. Yeah. yeah where they like were it. like, that was that. I've had uh, quite a few youngsters be like, you know, without that, that gave me something to look forward to. Yeah. It gave me something to be like, well, I could add color as opposed to just the blocks or, or a lot of their older brothers that were my age and older would push that off to them. Yeah. And be like, you should try to go do that. Cause they knew going to painting and don't gangbang. It's over at that point. It's over. Yeah. And these are real hoods and and I'm a fucking visitor. I'm nobody. I'm a piece of shit. I'm a, I'm a fucking privileged ass piece of shit. Yeah. Vandalizing their fucking hoods. So they should catch me slipping. I deserve to get caught slipping because my parents then would have bailed me out of fucking jail like they did. Right, right, right. And my parents weren't gangbanging, you know? So it's like... Yeah, you're talking about kids are literally growing up by the river, the fucking L.A. river. Yeah, this is real shit. It's like, it's just dismal right there. You you know, know? and I knew that I had to prove a point for myself in the sense of of an adventure. Yeah. (laughs) To be like, once I started, and I knew once I started, I I had to finish it because everybody was watching me. 
yeah. whole city was watching. Yeah. So I had to fucking finish this yeah. thing. And and God oh, had no, it. You, you blew out your shoulder? Blew out my knee. Blew out, uh, your knee. You blew out your knee going up and down that slant. Up and down and that. I mean, the toil you put on your body working yeah. on a slant, like just your back alone. I mean, it's the, fucking mind uh, And to the gravel, the ground itself oh. is not smooth. It's yeah. like fucking sand. Yeah. Really, really crazy sandpaper. Yeah. So if you, you, I would have to get flat paint because it would dry a little faster because anything that was glossy, the second your feet were wet, you would slide all the way fucking down. So there were a few times where I was at the top all by myself in the middle of nowhere, fucking lurkers in the distance, police helicopters, razor wire, and I'm by myself and all of a sudden I'm painting and I just fucking slipped and I just slid all the way down the river and fucking just ate shit so many times. And I finally came to the conclusion that I had to paint uh, uh, flat patches yeah, right of the paint and then i could step on those and i would remember which colors were flat so that i could then walk on it when my feet were wet because you couldn't avoid getting your feet wet holy no shit. matter what so like i was like following the trail almost like a snail of right. which colors somehow then i remembered which it's like colors the most were. dangerous game of twister ever yeah <laughs> but Fuck. yeah i felt and snake from karate kid three snake from karate kid three. Oh yeah and he's the one who came and dissed it. And that's right. J.A., he's, one of the most prolific, J.A. maniacal the, motherfuckers there is. J.A. is a legend, so, undoubtedly. Say what you want about the man. Last dude legend. I want to have fucking beef with is right. this fucking guy. He, and, and, it, and the thing is, I remember, <laughs> I remember when J.A. dissed it, and everyone's like, we're going to get him. I'm like, bro, you can't, nobody I'm all, can't it's J.A. Him. This is his job. Yeah. This is what is you did the biggest piece in the world. Yeah. Well, you know what has to happen? Jay's got to diss it. Yeah. <laughs> because that's what he does. That's what he does. And everyone's like, we're going to find him. I'm like, you're not yeah. going to find this dude. He's, no. he's like, he's a fucking. He's dangerous. Yeah. He's, you're not going to find him. He's a lot more dangerous than I ever yeah. was. Yeah. Yeah. And he's from a different generation too. Different, so. Yeah. Yeah. Different, different, different generation. But like, yeah, eventually like years, years later, <laughs> 20 years later, longer. Jay capture piece. Somebody yeah. from New York says, "Go, let's go fix it. Fix it. But this time we'll use oil base. Use oil base. Because knowing that the city was going to buff it. When he capped your piece, how much work did that? I mean, how much? How, did he just do throw-ups over the whole thing? I don't remember. He didn't he fill did. in throw-ups over the entire piece. So he had to take- I think he smoked crack, too. I think he said, I think he, I think he got lit on, on melting some rocks and getting drunk and then sat there all night and did throw-ups. All night. He had to be there all night. At yeah. least you know he had to work for it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He, to, 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 to cover that fucking monstrosity, yeah. he had to work hard. Yeah. Is he must have missed. He must have in in the dissing of your piece. There must have been a point where he goes, "God damn, I lost so much sleep over all that bullshit." Yeah, yeah. and then oh and then yeah, then and I remember GK said that, and I don't know if you remember this one, but he said that he showed up at an art show in drag. Yeah, I think so. Jay, I mean, but yeah. the, the stories are most, but yeah, showed up there in drag. Yeah, and GK's like, "That's Jay," but no one saw him. Yeah, the myth. Yeah, he's a he's a mystery man. He's, he's man. dangerous too. Yeah. Yeah. He's like streetwise. He's dangerous. Like yeah, he's actually, because I've made friends with some of his friends. Yeah, and I've heard a lot of stories, and I'm like, oh shit, you're not fucking with it. I ain't fucking. Like, yeah. You know, if I do, then it's. I mean, the shotgun in the trunk and the fucking. Yeah, yeah. all that shit. But yeah. you know, for me, beef is serious. So as a grown man, a family man, somebody who's like legally disabled. Hey, man, some of these. You want beef with me, bro? I'm gonna put a hole in you. That's it. I mean, I'm. Yeah. <laughs> there's no in between. So it's like, yeah. please, can we talk about this? I really don't want to do this. Yeah. I'm friends. We're all yeah. good. Yeah. You know, and and that's the way it is now. And you know, and some, if somebody some of these still, beefs don't die. Some, some people never like, let go of beef, man. I'm gonna it's, have to figure out everything yeah. about yeah. you, and I really don't right. want to. You gotta do your research. Oh, yeah. God. So well, Jay, those days are over, which is fabulous. Of course. Yeah. 
I'd like to think so. Those um, days are long gone. So Jay caps a piece. You fix it. I How fix long it. How take you to fix it? You have to redo the outline. Redo you got to redo the fill in. You got to. No, make I didn't do the redo the fill in. You left the J's in there, but you outlined. Redid over the it. outline, and then I redid the cruise. You redid the cruise, and I stole this uh, 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 gold leaf paint, real gold paint. Yeah. Uh, I forgot where I stole it from. Some weird paint store. Yeah. And I remember you were obsessed with gold leaf. For a yeah, while. and it was this super toxic fucking gold leaf paint. And right, I drenched right. myself in this if poison ass shit. Right. <laughs> if you're so using it, oh, it's God, gonna kill you. Dude. Yeah. And of course, it, it was it completely tarnished in like a month, and it didn't look like looking brown. Right. But the oil base, I think, on the outline was most important because I knew that it was gonna get buffed with that watery ass paint. Yeah. And I knew that it it would be nice that it will sit another twenty years. Right. And start peeking through, especially if we did that, that you know thick oil base. And so we used the rusto. Yeah. And we just fucking just did the. Did he do it with you? Yeah, he was like, "We're doing it now. Getting the car. He get did the it paint. With you. Holy uh, shit! Like get That's the crazy. paint." That's a He's real like, one. Do it. That's a real one. He's like, pick me up at this time. That's crazy. He's like, you're not going to disagree with me. We're going to do it this way. That's amazing. We're going to do the highlights. We're going to redo the outline, and we'll and then you come back and then you do whatever you're going to do. That's amazing. That's and, I didn't then, know he did that. Yeah, and then to do the 3Ds, I had to come up, rig this system of like, I mean, it's not really a system. I just fucking tied this thing to the middle of it, a string, and then and so all the 3Ds come to the middle. So, so it had a perspective. Right, 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 right. So I would tie, I had this really long string and then I would, I would do a miss. So the string wouldn't leave that. And then I'd use that as like the guide to like do the lines in the 3Ds. The oh, right way. for the perspective. That's yeah. crazy. So it had like, so right. now if you drive past it, what can you see? It's sort of peeking through a little bit. You think it'll fade out one day and the, and the oil will come through. It'll come coming back. So you just said it was coming back. Yeah. Who did? Sita when we had him on. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's coming back. It's, it's coming back. Yeah. It's coming back to life. And well, watch the, the city of Los Angeles at one point. Once yeah. my long, my, once my ass is long fucking gone. Yeah. Someone's gonna, gonna like, get a heart on. They're gonna, they're gonna uncover it. And, be and like, then this they'll is a be treasure. like, yeah, they'll yeah, be like, we need to sure. keep this. Yeah, you know, I'll be like, sure. well, it's too late, but yeah. it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> when, when did you paint it, and when was it fixed? Uh, 1997 is when I painted it, and then fuck i don't really recall when it when we fixed it but that was might have been somewhere between 2007 and 2006 and 9 i don't know anymore my so fuck over a long time span yeah it sat it for like 5 time. 6 7 it sat for like 7 years and then and it you got, got dissed of, you got a lot of attention a lot of press yeah. from that thing yeah. newspaper articles like it was All like sorts of it shit. kind of helped launch yeah. your career to a point right yeah. as far as like a fine artist to a certain degree, yeah, because people degree. were like, "How is that possible?" Once right. they saw me in the photo, yeah, which I knew my dad, I, I needed him to take the photo, right? Because I put them through hell to do this shit. And right, my dad, right. my parents were cool. My mom was, she's beyond obsessive compulsive, but my dad was cool. Yeah, he's like, "You just did what? <sighs> All right." <laughs> yeah, just, at this point, they're like, "We." He couldn't, this, yeah. dude. I one time a community service. This fucker, dude. I, I the the boss of the community service for buffing. Yeah. I I scribed his whole fucking windshield. That fuck you, top to bottom, in front of my pops, and he just he did he couldn't even say. He was just like, 
He could add it's like you 400 scribe, hours of community service. It's, you scribe the community service guy's window. The boss dude, he's like, I know. He said, he said, I know you're like oil. I know you're like oil. You're like oil. I know it. I know it. And he was this Indian dude. He was like from India. And he was like, I got you. I got you. I know it's you. I know it's you. What so does that mean? Like, I know you like oil. Oiler. He thought I was like, he, he was like, he thought I was like a he tagger. You, he thought you were oiler. He thought I was like him or wanted to be like him. Oh, he was oh, obsessed gotcha. with oiler. Oh, yeah. This random weird dude. And like, look at <laughs> So he fucking dissed me because he, he made us drive all the way and fucking signed the papers this night. He didn't show up. I was like, fuck this dude. So I scribed his car, his whole fucking car. Did he know it was you? He knew it was me, but he couldn't prove it. So he still had to sign the papers. But my dad was just looking at me like, I just, you're such an asshole. Like, yeah, he like he knew he lost control of you a long time ago. Yeah, but that was a good alternative than beating the guy. I mean, I, yeah. I was like really considering like assaulting the poor bastard. So, fuck. which I didn't want to do. But now did your, when you were, making the piece did your parents were your parents aware How did they work? they knew i told them but i also told them that i'm gonna do it anyway so you can't stop me so if i'm gonna leave and i'm gonna break out of the house i'm just gonna go do it so you can't stop me and so at that point they were like well we can't stop him we'll just let him stay here well you can be a resident of our house <laughs> until you straighten your life out right and i was like well it's too late so I had to finish this thing. Yeah. And each time I would go was a risk. Each time I would go, I always had the uncertainty that I might not come back in the sense that I could get arrested. I could yeah. get injured. Yeah. Um, a couple of times I got rolled up on one time, this psychopath was having a, a, a full meltdown and he had nobody and he just was wandering and, and, he had and no one to put it on. Huh? He had no one to put it on. And he stumbled upon me Yeah. and he just sat down next to me while I painted and just just babbled just about shit that didn't make sense <laughs> dude you're another dude i found a memorial in this bum shit and i made this oil painting and somebody dragged these beautiful memorial flowers all the way into this actual bum toilet and and i did an oil painting of it because the photo was so like shocking that when you keep, when you say bum toilet you're saying that uh, homeless people have outdoor toilets they, well, they all gotta shit, shit in. somewhere so they there's all shit like, in unison somewhere well i mean there are places that maybe one dude or three dude or five dudes might use the same spot maybe oh, it's this one last big guy dude. well you should have seen the fucking needles i came across this last motherfucker this guy was on a haystack and he was making a gun out of out of found objects is beautiful he was an artist and he was about to black he was about to shoot heroin and, and i and these two kids were lurking up in front of me and me and fucking Zane from Chop Him Down ran up behind him. And these two kids, they were adults. They were, they were like, who the fuck are you? And I was like, I'm Saber. And I had the fire extinguisher. And they were like, bullshit. And I was like, no, 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 for real, I'm Saber. And they were like, fuck you, there's only one Saber. And they go, prove it. And I had and the fire extinguisher. This. And then I fucking bust, we busted the drone out. Busted the fire. The kid filmed it. So on my post, that random kid yeah. was the one who filmed the fucking thing. And so he was like, <laughs> prove it. You're like, he was like, oh my I happen God. to have a fire extinguisher right here, sir. Let me just do a top to that bottom. Was three months ago. Um, but yeah, that was the most needles I think I've ever seen in one location. Uh, um, what do you think? Do you, uh, we got to wrap up soon, but yeah. And the uh, LA river is a haven for, for, for homelessness I'm because just, there's nowhere to go. Yeah. And at the end of the day, if you can survive in the LA river, it's like, that's like real last resort 
type shit. And yeah, I made so, friends with some people like Pepper. Oh yeah. He's one of my homies. Like that's one of the most OG fucking maniacal dudes there is. And he, he actually cares and he's actually a good guy, but he's insane. You know, I met him spray painting on his hands, painting all the way deep in one of the tunnels. Whoa. Like, like just lurking like a frog all the way in those little short tunnels. I come across this dude who had painted his hair and like spikes and he was just covered in spray bait. His hands covered in spray bait. And he was painting this abstract piece oh. with leftover cans, fucking shooting one up at the same time, fucking and painting on the wall, like scribbles. Jesus. And this is in the river. And this is like all the way up in the tunnels too. So it was just me and him like, oh, hi. And he's like, hi. And I'm like, hi. And he's like. So you're, you know. pri- you're you've been privy to an unseen, unknown, un- forgotten, just slice of humanity yeah. that resides in the, like the, the shittiest corners of LA. Right. People that are forgotten, people that no one checks on, people that have no access to anything. You're their best friend. Well, I was at, yeah, one point. at one point. At one point, it's I, fucking crazy. Dude. I enjoyed it's lurking. So cra- yeah. It's so crazy. One of the scariest places I've ever been is the fucking homeless, the, 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 the bathroom at the Venice Pavilion. <laughs> Straight up, that was the scariest fucking place like, I have ever motherfucking like in, been. It was it's like a, you walked into the movie Saw, right? When you walk in one of those bathrooms, you're like, What's I walked going on into in here? I walked into a very scary gay section of Saw that was Oh really? Yeah, there was some choking and some punching going on that was a little frightening for me. Whoa. Way out of my league. That was like You're a kid, you're like, What are these? I haven't seen anything like that before. These men are choke fucking and punching each other. But they like, were enjoying it, so it was a little weird to me. I didn't know and I really had to take a shit. I had nowhere to go. <laughs> So I had to use the corner in, oh, in no. the pavilion. No, oh, you shit in the corner of the pavilion. I've shot in a few corners. Oh my god, dude, this just. I, I mean, you have to. There's my no friend's way, dad. What are you gonna do? My friend's stepdad got stabbed in the chest in one of those bathrooms as a kid, and he had a scar that was like, like his whole torso was just a huge scar. Oh god! He wandered in one of those bathrooms as a kid, and some guy just stabbed him in the chest. Like, well, was, after that, I never went back in there. Yeah, those bathrooms are crazy. I was I, very I've never used those bathrooms. I was, in my I was afraid. I was yeah. actually afraid. Yeah, the pavilion was something else, man. The pavilion was a very frightening place. But to be able to have the confidence to to, to produce a piece yeah. and have it stay clean for more than a week yeah. already meant you were like in the game. Well, we, you know, yeah. there was a point where we used to like, I mean, I would paint. There were points in that place where I had like four or five pieces running. Like just, I just, yeah. I had nothing else. I would just, that was my backyard. Yeah. I, I was a piece with his own shit once. Yeah. Jeez. I watched him do it, and he tagged all over the guy's piece with his own feces. Finn did that, too. too. Feces. 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 Not species. That's a terrible... That doesn't make any sense. That's species. What is it with your feces. feces writers and shit? And it's just fucking terrible. It's man. terrible. It's a terrible thing. It's, it's, it really it's so is. so much Albert, shit. Albert is, is a satanic worshiper, so... Albert, he I He did a pentagram it, in his own shit on the guy's piece. Albert is another sick fuck. I don't know if we should... You think Albert would be good to have on? Yeah. He has He's such stories. a man. He's got some He's like a liability. Stars. He's like, this. Ah. He's, he's not, like, though. He's actually he's like, you should see his hair. He looks clean and nice. He looks good. Nah, Albert's dude. great. I love Albert. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, and you're catching me at a good point because two years ago, I was almost dead. Like, straight up. Well, like, I'm glad that you're. So I'm glad that you're on the mend. Sort of. Sort of. Uh, I'm better. I, I'm, I just, I guess I never really understood how intense. Like, I've always been aware of your health stuff peripherally. And all the things in your life, but I just like it's. I'm I'm getting a, I'm being refreshed on the saber, yeah. on saber's life, and it's just it's. It got bad. 
It's crazy, man. Yeah, you the just, seizures wouldn't go away, and I just kept having more and more of these like life-threatening seizures. And it was, do you think? Do you, you think know, being physically like fitter has is helpful? Absolutely, it's got to right. Yeah, but everything stems from my emotions too. So right. like, do you meditate? I used to, but I do now. I find my place is just being outside with nature in any way, shape, or form, and painting. Yeah, you know, working on shit is fuck meditative. Yeah. But kids have been the ultimate test in life. Is like, what the fuck? really life about what's really good you know what do you do you, is there anything that you want to plug before we uh, shut it down here not really other than other than websites i mean i'm always future I'm, projects well yeah fuck buy some saber are you guys he's got listen, i mean god damn it it's never we're gonna petition to, un, to unpaint the la river Listen, I like to tell stories not about art because I'm so involved in my art that it's so all-consuming that it's better to tell fun stories about homeless shit. I mean, this has been a blast. Because we could talk about process, you know, this and that. No one cares about You know, we could talk about some boring-ass shit. I, I got artist statements that are yeah. long-fucking-winded, dude, yeah, you know? I want to yeah, choke yeah. out these fools out. But... <laughs> At this point, I don't even want to have a fucking art show. I'm just like over the whole goddamn thing. But, you know, making art to me is essential. So 